money, 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 money. And welcome into the latest edition of Winning Ways. I'm David Schuster, joined as always by my good friend and successful investor, Mr. Andy Roth. And we're brought to you as always by DraftKings and more from our sponsor in just a little bit. And also in just a little bit, we'll be joined by another successful investor, Mr. Harry Byrd, also known as Harry the Greek. And he'll be joining us in just a little bit. Um, But right now, Andy, we want to talk about some of the things that I know that you like talking about. So why don't we start with NFL future bets? Uh, Eventually, we'll talk about NFL games and college games and everything else. But let's talk about some NFL futures. Where do you want to start? All right, let's start with the MVP race. Brady, obviously the favorite, but not much value there. Maybe at best at three to one. I know there's been talk about Aaron Rodgers won't get votes from some of the media because he lied to them about the vaccine. But if Green Bay is the number one seed and he continues to play the way he does, you know, I think he's got a real legitimate shot to win the award again. And it's seven to one. I think there's some value there. Okay. So I think you do like Aaron Rodgers. I think that's what you're saying here. Yep. Um, I still like Patrick Mahomes, who's even a little bit further down. And I think, you know, he's starting to play, obviously. He's coming off one of those five touchdown games. I can't remember if that was the last one or two games ago. I only think that he's going to get better and better over these final six games that they're going to be playing. So he's even a little bit longer line odd. You got Lamar Jackson, who missed the game against Chicago too bad because he would have rolled up some points against them. Uh, Kyler Murray, who was the favorite for a long time, is not dropped out. He's got a chance against the Bears this weekend. The weather's not supposed to be good here in Chicago. What about either of those two guys? Murray's got a tough road in terms of missing all those games. He missed three games. They went two and one. So that's going to be tough to win the award, missing three games like that. And Mahomes, as I pointed out several weeks ago, that was the time to jump on it when I played him at 40 to one. Okay. I know you also like something in the NFL defensive player of the year category. Go ahead. Yeah. Miles Garrett, the favorite deserves to be, but if you can get him at two to one, I think at this point he's worth a, a moderate play and you could always come back a little on Trayvon Diggs at seven to one and Matt Judon at eight to one. Okay. You know, a couple guys here in Chicago, they're not going to win the award, but uh, a couple of the linebackers, I mean, Roquan Smith, who had a 17-tackle game a couple of games ago. I mean, he's playing incredible. He'll probably make the Pro Bowl, but I guess, you know, because the Bears are so terrible, they're not going to win anything. And Robert Quinn, you know, Robert Quinn, I don't know if we've talked about uh, Comeback Player of the Year. Robert Quinn might win that award, Andy. I don't know if you got any numbers on, on that line. On that, But Robert Quinn only had three sacks last year. He's at an 11 and a half already with five or six games to go. He should be in the running for that award. Yeah, but unfortunately, the focus is on the offense and the quarterback and, you know, likely Prescott, but if not, maybe even Joe Burrow. Okay, real quickly, I know you didn't have this one circled, but how about rookie? It's, uh, I guess, Mac Jones right now has sort of elevated himself along with New England uh, to the top of that totem pole. Yeah, the the line's, you know, now at minus 250. Really, the time to get in maybe was last week when it was more like even money. I mean, it might be worth a very small investment, but – Nothing to jump on in a big way. Well, Jamar Chase was your favorite for a long time. Uh, how far down has he dropped? Is he still logically somebody to put a little money on? Well, no, he's he's only about plus 130. So there's not real great value there. Um, his production has dropped off lately. So I would say, nope, don't play him at this point. Okay. And I know you like Najee Harris for a while there, but unfortunately, both him and the Steelers, whew, they've gone backwards. Yeah, th- this is just a two-horse race between um, – Jones and Chase right now. 
All right, how about Super Bowl? I don't know if you if you're taking a look at the odds there. I mean, the, the, the teams are all expected, you know, in, in the NFC, Tampa Bay, and we'll talk to Harry because that's his uh, domain in just a couple of seconds here. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Arizona. Uh, is there anybody else other than those teams that are even worth looking a look at as far as the NFC goes? No, I mean, I think you just got to look at the whole field. Uh, you know, maybe even though they came off a loss now, but the Colts are about, I believe, 30 to one to win the Super Bowl. At this point, to me, if you're going to invest, you know, try to get some real value, some real return on your money. All right. And uh, you spoke about uh, the Colts in the AFC. It's really interesting because New England's the hottest team. They've won six games in a row. Yet I think right now, as far as making the Super Bowl, according to investors or Vegas, they're about the fourth or fifth choice in the AFC. Does that surprise you? Um, you know, you're still dealing with a rookie quarterback, uh, you know, that that's, you know, something that's got to work against them. I think, you know, we'll know more about them this weekend when they go into Buffalo. Okay. And it's really interesting. I'm going to be a little sarcastic here. Uh, Not that they're going anywhere, but the Jets are three and eight. They're not out of the playoff race. Uh, They could win their last five games and sneak in at eight and eight. Do you realize, Andy, they are five, they're a half a million to one at this point, to win the Super Bowl. And listen, you'd waste a dollar even putting a dollar on them. But isn't it worth just throwing a dollar on them to get a half a million? David, I'd rather donate to the Red Cross. (laughs) I'm sorry. I want the money to go to good use. (laughs) I just had to bring that that up. The the Jets Jets don't even have the worst record in the the NFL. I mean, there's some teams that have even worse records, but I think they are the – the, um, the highest odds to win the Super Bowl at a half a million to one at this point. All right, quickly to the NBA. I know you uh, you still like your guy in, in the six-man award. Yeah, because the odds say play, keep playing him. He's, he's minus 150. We're talking about Tyler Hero. And his nearest competitor, in case, you know, he makes a leap, is Montrez Harrell, who you can get at 15, 16 to one. So you, you can play Hero and just come back a little on Harrell. But you know, that normally goes against your your betting mo. Is you you try and find you know the guys that are longer odds. I mean, there's a long, long, long season still to go. Um, but I mean, Harrell is is a good choice. Then a Schroeder from from Boston, I think, is plus twenty five hundred. And last year's winner, Jordan Clarkson, not having the best year, by the way, but he's plus four thousand. I saw. Right, but but again, it's all about value. See, to me, the hero line should be minus four hundred. So if you can get him at minus one fifty, okay, you're getting good value. Okay. All right. Uh, point taken. Rookie of the year. Um, I'm surprised. Evan Mobley missed some games, but I've been watching your tweets. I mean, not, not only do you think he probably will win the rookie of the year award, you think he's a future MVP. Well, he's no lock for rookie of the year, I, okay. but, I, but I love his talent. And yeah, I do think he's a future MVP. The Cavs have really been a surprise. If you remember a few weeks ago, I said to you and Steve Ashburner, surprise team to make the playoffs and the pick was the Cavs. And uh, I love Mobley and Garland, and Jaron Allen is playing his ass off. He's shooting over 70% from the field. And this is a guy that just doesn't dunk. They're a really good young team. Yeah, they are. And, and by the way, even the guy who you don't like is starting to play some good basketball. That's Lowry Markin. And he had a good game last game, by the way. Uh, he, he, he's he's surrounded by the right players for him to potentially produce. That's all I think say. he can play a little better, but, you know, he is what he is. He's not – uh, you know, a very good rebounder, and he's not a real good defender. I I like my guys versatile. 
Okay. But you know what? If he's the fourth or fifth best player on that team, that's okay. If you expect him to be your third best player, then you don't have that good a team. All right. How about most improved? Uh, I think you have a diamond in the rough. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, John Morant and uh, Miles Bridges were at the top of the odds boards for a good part of the season. Morant obviously out with a knee injury now. Uh, Bridges is, you know, uh, had a few rough spots here. And DeJounte Murray is playing really well in November. Uh, he had, I believe, uh, 10 double-digit rebound games, two triple-doubles. He's averaging 19, 8, and 8. And at 12 to 1 odds, good value there. All right. How about your preseason guy, Tyrese Maxey with Philadelphia? I saw him plus 2,000. Yeah, but I bet him at plus 10,000. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Way to back yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's done well. I don't know if, if he'll really win it, but I wasn't going to turn down that kind of value on him. Okay, and one last one in the NBA before we get to our DraftKings read, and then we'll bring in Harry the Greek. Um, NBA odds to win it all. I mean, there's, I mean, what a game last night. And I, and I think they have a rematch, if I'm not mistaken, in two nights out at Golden State. Yep. Phoenix and Golden State. I mean, Phoenix has now won 17 in a row. They're not going to beat the all-time record of 33 in a row by the Lakers, but 17 in a row at any level of any sport is really playing some good, you know, good stuff. Yeah, and the Warriors and the Suns right now, the two best teams in the West, but, you know, the odds makers are giving the Warriors enough respect uh, to win the championship. Phoenix at 11-1, to again, good value at that price. They're 11-1 to right now, even though they've yeah. won 17 in a row. That's correct. That's amazing. Well, the, the, the odds makers still get caught up with LeBron and AD. And look, amazingly, the Nets are still the favorites to win the championship. And in my eyes, that's that's a wrong line. Do they have odds on guys getting fired like Frank Vogel out with the Lakers? Are there odds in the board? No, there are odds on who will be the next coach to be fired. That occasionally comes out. It's not really? a regular occurrence. Okay. All right. Before we bring in Harry, uh, a word from our sponsor that, of course, is DraftKings and football fans. I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And as promised, we're now going to bring in another good friend of mine. That's Mr. Harry Berg, known to many as Harry the Greek. And there he is in his palatial estate in much warmer clime than either yourself or I am, Andy. He's down in the Gulf Coast part of Florida. Oh. Yeah, look, look, he's, he's lucky guy. Yeah, oh. lucky it's, it's, guy. It's, you know, hey, honey, can you turn the AC up a little bit? <laughs> it's, it's, well, sorry, played. <laughs> well played. Well <laughs> played. Anyway, Harry, welcome into our little humble uh, Winning Ways podcast. And 
Uh, from what Andy and I were discussing, do you have any thoughts on some of the futures that we talked about in either football or basketball? You know what? I never really. And by the way, first off, thank you, Andy, David, for having me on. Uh, you know, I'm so looking forward to doing this. But no, really, I don't have too many questions about his future wagers. I was just, it's something that I need to look into a little bit more because that is something that I could add to my portfolio because he was right. This is more of an investment. You can call it gambling all you want, but you know what? It's a separate entity for me. You know, at the end of the year, I file taxes on my gambling. It's just as simple as that. It is a business. I've been a professional handicapper now for well over 30 years, you know, whether it's paramutual or sports wagering, but you know, guys, the, for people that don't know me on your platform, I'm, I'm someone that likes to bet a lot and, um, Horses, uh, football, and baseball. I'll leave the NFL and the hockey to people like Andy, because I'm going to tell you what, right now I, I, I can see that Andy knows quite a bit about his players out there in hockey and, and, and basketball. Am I correct there, Andy? Not a hockey guy, but football, baseball, and basketball, especially baseball and basketball. Yeah, you know, last year, Andy, and it was really cool, 47 and 14 in baseball for the wagers that I actually made. And out of the 47 wins, 43 underdogs. That's they the were, way to win. They were home underdogs because anybody that knows anything really about uh, th that type of gambling, if you predominantly bet favorites, you're going to lose. And especially when you bet money lines, when you're laying all that extra juice because it's the lock. Well, anybody that knows anything about what the NFL stands for, it's not National Football League. It means no friggin' logic. Because, you know, any team can be beat. I mean, who did Buffalo lose to this year, guys? Yep. Yep. You know, you could just keep going on and on and on. All right. Well, you know, let's get into your forte if we can, Harry. And and that is pro football. And yep. I'm a neophyte. And, and Andy makes fun of me because whatever game I, you know, go with, he goes the opposite way and usually wins. So that tells <laughs> you something. And listen, you know, if, if, the, if the listeners or viewers of this podcast – Keep up with it, and if they know that I'm, I pick the wrong ones each week. They should go against me as well. But let's try and pick your brain. Sure. Um, why don't you? I, I got three games myself circled, but why okay. don't you? Why don't you lead off with one, and then I'll throw one in, and you can make comments on either. Well, without question, well, the, the games that I kind of like this week. Let's start with college, and I'm not a big college guy, but I can't help myself. There are certain teams from the SEC I really, really like to follow. Uh, that would be Georgia minus six right now against Alabama. I can't help myself. I mean, Georgia's just on a totally different platform. By all rights, Alabama shouldn't even be in these playoffs. Okay, e even if they lose this week, they're still going to probably end up making it into the playoffs. But you know what? Take lay lay the wood, as I would say, lay the six points with Georgia. What what do you got there, sir? Right, right, you well, know, I, I had to throw something in. Alabama killed me with that comeback against Auburn. You want to know why? Mm -hmm. I had C.J. Stroud uh, for Heisman and uh, that loss uh, for Ohio State and Alabama coming back to win that game, you know, maybe cinched it for Bryce Young for Heisman. So that killed me. Yes, it could have. Yeah. Know, that's really – now that, my friend, is a bad beat. Yeah. Well, I got I to gotta be honest with you. I think Michigan killed Stroud, not Alabama. Well, see, no, but Stroud actually played pretty well. It's, you know, Ohio State couldn't stop Michigan. Michigan scored 42 points. Right, but, it's, you know, Stroud previously against inferior competition was throwing over the, def uh, over the defenders and, and it was scoring touchdowns by, by the lot. 
against Michigan, he was throwing underneath most of the day. I well, mean, was it a pretty won. bad weather game? There was snow. It I was don't a know. bad weather game. It was, like a, it was like a sleet. But yeah, it only, so. but it was but it was 85 here, to, you know. So I really can't really relate to it. <laughs> I just had to throw it out there. But you know what? I'm going to give you a second game here before you even get into it, David. Okay, go ahead. Because Michigan ended up doing what they did. First off, congratulations to Jim Harbaugh. He finally did something in the tiny ten. But this week coming up, Iowa covers the 11. Wow. All right. Well, I was going to pick Iowa also. So I, you know. Okay. Maybe. Iowa covers the 11 this week. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's going to be a little bit of a letdown after the game last week. Um, I got three in college. I got three in the pros. All right, okay. so I already said Iowa get, getting 11. Actually, I had 10 and a half, but that's fine. Uh, this is championship week in, in all the conferences. Another championship game is Baylor at Oklahoma State. Wow. Um, and I like Oklahoma State at home laying five and a half. Well, do you know what the over-under in that game is? Uh, it's probably a 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that conference. I really don't have an opinion on there. I don't bet to bet, but I will tell you this. Both teams are going to put up a significant amount of points, and I'm trying to look this up as we speak right now, and I have. It's uh, First half is 23 and a half, so I'm probably going to say it's 47 or 48. That's surprising. Usually, usually, uh, usually in that conference, it's ridiculous. I'm looking at it right now. It's 46 and a half. I'm going to have to tell you to go over, but be very careful with that, ladies and gentlemen. Let me explain why. Because usually if it's too good to be true, David, what does it mean? It means don't do it. It's too good to be true. Yeah. It's too good to be true. It's almost like, and, and I'd love to bring this in because here's a really cool stat for people that don't know this. I, I alluded to the fact that, and the reason why I brought it up about baseball Love to bet the home underdog. Well, the same thing goes for in football, you know, especially in the National Football League uh, over the last eight or 10 years, any road team during game day, if the line is two and a half point favor and you're the road team, bet the home team. 88% of the times the home team will cover if it's exactly two and a half. It's not two. It's not three. It's got to be two and a half if you're a road favorite. So if you can't find yourself to bet that home team, then stay away from the game. And as a matter of fact, there was two of them last week. I don't know if you guys knew that. Carolina at Miami. Carolina was two and a half. I knew everybody. Oh, my God, I love Carolina. They're going to crush them. I thought, I thought that Miami was a cinch. But here's the best one. The Chargers were at Denver, and they were only minus two and a half. The gambling gods bestowed upon us an absolute layup game. That was the biggest trap game of the year. And that mm. was the Chargers at Denver. Denver absolutely laid it to them. Yeah. There's yeah. your 88% rule. Yeah, I remember, you, I remember you telling me that earlier in the yep. season, by the way. And by the way, when you state something like 88%, you know, the two, two and a half, whatever, that's called research on your part and a lot absolutely. of years of doing it. So I totally have respect for that. All right, I got three games in the pros. Tell me if you like them or, or disagree sure. or, or throw in any yourself. Um, I got Baltimore – at Pittsburgh, and, and we talked about this earlier um, with Najee Harris. I mean, the Steelers are just falling into an abyss right now. They're terrible right now. It's a it's a big rivalry division game, but Baltimore and Lamar Jackson will be back for this game, by the way. Baltimore is laying three on the road, which is a scary proposition, but they're playing well, and Pittsburgh isn't. I like Baltimore in this game. Actually, that line's gone to four and a half. Oh yes, it is. It's so, gone to yeah. four and a half and a total of okay. yeah. 44 points. But you, you you know, David, here's so the interesting part about this. 
Pittsburgh actually played an extraordinary game to keep pace with the Chargers a couple of weeks ago. Remember what the NFL stands for, correct? No fucking logic. Correct. Now, Pittsburgh is back at home. Ben Roethlisberger is a shell of what he was throwing the football. Their defense got exposed a couple of weeks ago against the Chicago Bears. Yes, I actually said that. They found some kinks in that secondary. And, you know, look, Baltimore is really not as great as what they're showing either. And they're also showing a lot of kinks in their secondary. I am going to advise people to stay away from here. However, if this line ends up going to five or five and a half, take a very small position with Pittsburgh. Right. Very small, very, very, very small position, merely because they're the home team and it's a must win. All right. I got two more, Harry. Give me your thoughts on both these games. Uh, Kansas City, I think, is on a roll. I think you're going to start seeing Kansas City play like they did, you know, when they were Super Bowl primed. They're laying nine and a half. I believe it's nine and a half, Harry. You can correct me if I'm wrong. At home, in Denver, I like Kansas City to cover. And you know what? That's the sexy pick, but it's easy to pick that sexy pick. Remember, you're playing a divisional game. You're playing an actual divisional game. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have to lay more than seven points, I don't care if it was the 2007 Steelers versus the worst Chicago Bear team you've ever seen. If they were both in the same division, you just cannot lay them kind of points. Houston has shown it time and time again where they're covering points. The New York Jets are showing it time and time again. All these teams that are not as good. But going back to Kansas City, you're right. They have righted the ship. Three weeks ago, this team was not looking the way they were supposed to look because they were turning the ball over. They had the worst turnover differential in the National Football League. What's made the biggest difference with Kansas City is their defense. defense. And I will tell you right now, if they continue to play defense and they get that running game going and they correct some of the mistakes that, believe it or not, the baby goat back there and Patrick Mahomes is making, this team can make a deep run into the playoffs. Stay away from this game, ladies and gentlemen. It's too many points. Don't listen to me. Listen to Harry. I got got one more, Harry. Uh, New England at Buffalo. I mean, this is huge, obviously, for that division. Buffalo at home. Tell me if the numbers change. I had them laying three only against New England. it's, It's still three. Okay. I like Buffalo at home. Well, and I can't blame you for that one either, but I'm also going to give you something good here. And I hate to be the one that's contradicting you because your that's picks okay. are bad. Wrong, and you know, what? <laughs> you, you know what? I didn't say not to bet it. I just said be kind of apprehensive at doing it. And it's all right to take minus three. But let me tell you something. New England spent the most money, especially on that defense. The first four or five games, David, you guys would probably agree, David and Andy, they didn't really look that good. I actually have money on New England winning this division as a proposition, but I made a pretty substantial one prior to the season. This team is starting to roll. Mac Jones is not the best quarterback in this draft. He's in the best system, so it's going to enable him to become one of the better quarterbacks. What people didn't know that the Buffalo Bills had a mediocre to one of the harder schedules in the entire National Football League. But after week 11, and you accumulated every one of the teams that they played, they ended up with the easiest schedule in the National Mm -hmm. Football League. So be really careful betting Buffalo. Could be smoke and mirrors. I'm not too sure yet. I need another week to see it. All right. Give me your one game, and then we got to get out of here. Give me your one game. I'm going to give you two games. The Chargers get it right. Do not take the three points at Cincinnati. They're on the road. Take the the Chargers on the money line this week. And I don't normally give road, uh, you know, uh, road teams out, especially when they're underdogs. I just can't help myself. Dallas should be able to right the ship. There's no Jameis Winston over in New Orleans. The lay the four and a half points. And last but not least, 
If the game goes to eight points at home without Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals, bet the Chicago Bears getting the eight points at home with Andy Dalton under center. Okay. The reason you might be right about Dallas more than any other reason, their coach won't be there. And sometimes when coaches aren't there, the team plays better. Mike McCarthy and uh, COVID. Well, in Mike McCarthy's case, they should play better. Yeah. He doesn't have a better clock. You know, I mean, look. That, that can make a significant difference, but the biggest difference in that game is going to be there's no Jameis Winston. That's all I have to say. Dallas's defense isn't all that great. You, you still don't have a running game, and you don't have a passing game down in New Orleans. Well, you know, Dallas at least has an offense. I think they're going to end up coming out and playing. But uh, they're really susceptible in the secondary right now, the Dallas Cowboys. But it's really not going to make a difference. They don't have nobody to throw the ball down there in New Orleans. All right, well, let's see if Harry's right on his picks. If he's back, or if he's right, I should say, we will definitely have him back next week to brag and boast a little bit. How's that? Appreciate it. Hey, man, we went 9-2 and two last week. We're, we're, we're running a little bit of a heater again. And and you're making all that money, and you uh, lowered yourself to be on our humble little podcast? Oh, stop it. I absolutely love this. Anytime you guys want me back, I would be more than happy to come back. I Sounds good to great. me. Yeah, it does sound hey, good. Hey, and guys, try to stay warm. <laughs> Whack! Well, I'm going to bathe myself in the MLB futures money. You know what? I definitely want to share information with you because I'd like to jump on your coattails because David has spoke nothing but highly of you. And if and, and if it's one fourth of what he's saying, you absolutely need to get those picks out there because I'll tell you what right now, listen to this man sitting in the middle. You can't see him. But the man is an absolute genius when it comes to futures wagers. I got the tickets to prove it. Yes, Without question. We all do, don't we? I I have the tickets to prove that I've been speeding more than once. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, on that note, we're going to hang up on this podcast. Harry, appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for having me on. 